0: Hello, this is Yursa Daily Ward and you're listening to The Social with Bashek.
1: What's up guys? You are listening to The Beat London on a 3.6 FM with me, Bashek, on my show, The Social. Now, we have been talking about it all show. This is officially January. It's the first show back and I'm so excited to have writer, poet and model Yursa Daily Ward with us. <laughs> I am from Brooklyn, New York. Woo! Thank ah! you for having me, Basak. Thank you. It's lovely to be here. Yeah. Now, before we get into the, the nitty and the gritty of it all, and there's a lot of that, I have to ask you, how are you? How are you feeling? Because I feel like you do that often in a lot of your work to us, your audience. I so I wanted to put back to you. Oh.
0: I do, don't I? And do you know what? It's an interesting question, actually, because sometimes when people ask me, I don't know. Yeah. And then I'm like, Huh. Yeah. Okay, let me really go into myself and figure it out. Well, today I'm feeling a little bit fluish, but it's like that weird kind of flu where you can feel it in your body, yeah. um, a bit like being high. So I've yeah, got a body that, high now. I'm, body I'm, experience.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I've got a bit of a. It's not COVID. I did a test, but I have a bit. I have a bit of a body high at the moment, which not is, a which is interesting. not a bad thing. You know thing. what? I'm in the house. I'm not going anywhere. I'm not complaining.
1: I love it, I love it.
0: Now, you, of course, are known for your beautiful writing. And you
1: have published two critically acclaimed poetry collections, Bones and The Terrible, which I have both. And oh. you just released your new book, The How. Uh, you label this as an exploration of how we can meet our truest selves. Um, and I really, uh, it's, I thought this felt like a departure in, in some ways and then not at all for you. Mm-hmm. And i wanted to know yeah. who are you to writing a book
0: of this kind you know what i did not i've got to say i didn't expect to write this book i always have these grand ideas about writing something and then something else comes out and i didn't want to just like i didn't want to write a memoir last time i did not want to write a book that you could classify as self-help i just didn't i just wanted to you know do my thing and then this I think it's because it was the pandemic, and I was sitting at home, forced to sit with myself. I was oh. with myself every day, the day work. upon day upon day. Oh. Yeah, and and I was going through some stuff, so so it came out in the work. Wow, and you call it an exploration yeah. of how we can meet
1: our truest selves. Yeah, Do you feel like you've met yourself through writing this book.
0: I think I feel like I meet myself and go on meeting myself for better or worse, you know? And yeah, it's it's not a bad thing. It can be it can be interesting. It can be Mm. illuminating what you Mm. know the mirrors that a lot of situations or people that you come across can shine back into your own life like you you see yourself and you you see what you're doing and then you're like wait what what is that (laughs) you know what Um, yeah all the time and in writing the book even the actual writing of the book there was some there was some difficulty in that as well and yeah I'm just always finding out things about myself where I'm like oh Okay. All are
1: right. we gonna do that now <laughs> today? That's a yeah reality. Okay, are we gonna yeah. go? Let's write that down. Yeah. You know? <laughs> are there times just generally that you feel like you're running in the opposite direction of that kind of true self, right? If we look at that as the source. Mm-hmm. So, like you kind of like in behaviors specifically right because there's like these habits and rituals that like take For us back sure. and then there's this stuff that we shouldn't do that we engage in my yeah w-
0: yeah definitely I was writing about that um this morning in my in my um newsletter that there were these things certainly that might have even been built up to to distract distract me from the self or or to just cope Sometimes it's the same thing coping, distraction, you know, and so many, so many methods, tried and tested methods. And then you realize that, you know, you're still doing these, you're still employing these tactics that yeah. don't really work anymore. Yeah. Um, but we're so used to it that it's, you know, sometimes you're like, is this my personality trait or is this something that, you know, came out of a need for something else?
1: Yeah. And then there's safety in it too, right? There's yeah. safety in the, in the grooves of bad behavior and good sure. behavior, right? Sure. Like this is who I'm used to being, this is who I'm used to, this skin that I that I inhibit is, is one that does X, Y, Z and it can be very difficult and tough, which is why this, this new book is so interesting because you're actually coaching people in some way to be reflective hopefully and have this exercise away from some of those demons.
0: Yeah, those those demons that that fulfill a need, you know, mm-hmm. a desire that you think you have, or or some sort of protection. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and you got you got to get through it all to go to the other side,
0: no matter what. For sure, for sure. There's, there's no negative experiences. That's true. And then yeah, and then so many things are a mixture of things. So then it's hard to pull them apart. What do I keep? What do I what do I um, throw away? You know, what has served me really well, but I still don't need it anymore. Yeah. So there's all of those. Oh, we never stop learning. Yeah, it's actually very t- tiring, it's exhausting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and then there's duality, there's identity, there's lineage, there's like all mm-hmm. these layers of who you are. And it's very difficult to, um, I, I learned the word and um, recently. Yeah. Yes, yeah we are thinking pay for someone at 27 but um, <laughs> <laughs> no the one added and that's been really formative that's been really powerful
0: yeah things can yeah be time. yeah things can be yeah it can be so many things i think that's why it's important not to vilify even these more like shadow aspects of the self mm. there are there are reasons behind it and i think it's important to give ourselves Grace when we're sort of wrestling with those old parts, yeah,
1: yeah. and I guess that's what this book does, which is very, very beautiful. Very cool.
0: Now we had the
1: lovely Serena Acres on this show. You know, check us out at the end, at the top end of this year. Very, very exciting. Yeah, check you out. <laughs> and she, as you might have known, did the styling for Blackest King, which mm-hmm. she described to us and such like an authentic way she just said like styling is a slog it's not glamorous it's painful but what they created obviously what you guys created is so so beautiful now i did not know this but you actually co-wrote on the visual f- film via beyonce i have to say yes her name i just i grinned. i would love <laughs> to know because we got a bit of a snapshot of like kind of the style behind the scenes. Um, I wanted to know what your writing process was um, for you personally on this.
0: And how did it feel? It-, it was such an unusual moment because no sooner had they asked me, I was there you know, <laughs> in the studio doing it literally the day after. So it, was, it wasn't really, you, know, <laughs> tr- you know, in true, you know, in, I guess in that fashion, I was just there, you know, 24 hours later, I was in LA and I was doing it. So I didn't have time to think about it. I was yeah. just thrown into and then, you know, I spent I spent a few days out there and sort of got the gist and the idea of what what was needed. And then, you know, I wrote the rest when I was back home in New York. Uh, but it was a it was a longer process, and it was it was back and forth because the it was taking shape. But it, it was a beautiful process. And any anything that takes me out of just writing at home in, in sweatpants, you yeah. know, yeah. Is, is great. It's great. Yeah and you get to use the words in a different way and I hadn't seen the final result.
1: You know? wow. So so I
0: saw it along along with you. Wow. And just seeing your words, anytime the words get accompanied with these stunning visuals. And the visuals
1: just are just
0: Yeah. Ridiculous.
1: I mean like it's
0: insane. It's insane. Right. How was it working right with her and
1: the team? It it was
0: it was a beautiful experience. I it was not one I ever imagined they'd be doing and yeah, yeah, yeah and, uh, and, yeah, and doing it and it was it was incredible to meet her and yeah and work with her and it was it was a collaborative experience and it was it was beautiful I felt so lucky because it was the um I felt I felt so lucky to be to that it was that it was a positive experience, you know. Of course, and you're, you're idle and it's beautiful. Yeah. Especially coming from a place where you just work on your own all the time, you know. <laughs> so, and it was just a great way to start the year.
1: I love that, very cool. It's almost like you guys are in these like writer camps, right?
0: Doing the yeah.
1: shit really together. interesting, very, very yeah. Cool. As a writer, um, you, you must be so used to the muscle and and the process of the excavation exercise you constantly do to yourself, right? You Mm. talk about sitting at home and writing in your sweatpants. Um, I I know you're writing pretty intimately, I would say, which is useful for this conversation. Uh, A lot of what you speak on is very raw and real and painful. Um, I wanted to take a step back and almost ask about what your loved one's reactions initially were when you first started out because um, you might have put some truths on a page that they wouldn't have necessarily known about,
0: and how did well, that come to be. You know, it was it was interesting because I, you know, my mum and my mum and dad are both passed away, so I did I didn't have that in So I think a lot of people when they're writing, they have to they have those things to think about, you know, and and I don't have that to yeah. think about, so so it, it it's a little different and. If there is a gift in an experience like like that, losing mm-hmm. your parents and and sort of having a more splintered family structures that you that aren't the same, there aren't people to answer to in a way. Mm-hmm. And there is a, a sort of wildness that I employ or that I get into when I'm writing where I feel as though I can say anything. Mm-hmm. You know, because I'm also I'm never going to vilify anyone in my writing, you know. No. If I, I might tell truth, but I, I still, I. I, so I there's nobody, good. that. I, I, there's so much, there's love in the work, you know, there's love in the work, even when people are doing not great things. But I write about myself when I'm doing not great things, so as we said before, you're so many things. Mm. So yeah, my aim is never to be calling people out in work or yeah. anything like that, that's not, that's not me. But yeah, to certain. I think we can approach with truth with love. I think that's 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 viable.
1: It's funny because I asked a similar question to a rapper uh, to Dreamville uh, about last year, and th- their response to that was like, "Oh yeah, I get try, I get in trouble all the time. <laughs> oh, boy, my <laughs> girlfriend hate me. I'm always rapping about this and the other." And it's it's uh, it's interesting the the freedom to some degree that you have if you can yeah. look at. Um, to just kind of be like, well, there's nobody to impress, (laughs) apart from myself. Well, well, that, that.
0: that too. Yeah and I think you become something else. I think it's a bit like when you're a performer on the stage and and you sort of allow yourself to be this vessel and you let it come through you and it stops being you the person and you end up being like a mirror for whoever's reading it or whoever's watching you if you're on stage and 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 it gives you a kind of bravery because it's again it's not it's not yours as the person it might be my personal story but it's like a million people's story uh so, so that's what keeps me going like what it's what it will do not it's not really about me anymore and you know it would be egotistical to be like oh my story I can't have people here no like it's you know it'll be there when I'm gone was that a journey that you took as a writer or did you always feel that way about your work it's something that naturally happens because I I just was so lucky to read at a young age and it always transported me. And so as a writer, I'm not thinking about me and how I feel so much as, you know, this, again, this is just like a mirror. It might be, I'm the one who's, my body is writing it, but it's not, it's it's very much about the reader and what they'll find in it.
1: That's so beautiful and so powerful um, because there's no new experience under the sun. That's right, right. I, I believe that, yeah, yeah. And somehow, you know, your pain and mine is transmuted in this way, but we all also are weirdly stuck in our bodies, but we're actually part of the collective whole. You know, we could go really deeper. Than, but it's uh, right really those really collective experiences, like music, where you're like synergy. Like, yes. Coming together. Absolutely, yeah. Right.
0: And I think you can get that in all aspects of storytelling. Like you tell me a story, and I, you know, I'm there. I'm feeling yeah. it with you. I'm feeling everything you're going through, whether I have that specific experience or not.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's so beautiful. And even the wider concepts of pain and beauty and lust and loss—like we felt those, even if it's loss of a cat. You know what that feels yeah. like. Yeah, might not be the same as a loss of a parent, but they—they—they they, they take the same shape in some way. And and uh that's why everything's important and compassion is important
0: it is and things are relative to um to how you've experienced them anyway mm. um to who you are and you know the shape that it makes is relative to your experience so mm. i would never want to take away from anyone's experience and say oh well it isn't you know as big as this sort of a thing right
1: but pain is feeling pain is, a feeling. Love is love. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> now this show is of course called the social mm-hmm. and before i do send it to a break i would love to know what your drink of choice is if you do drink if you don't drink what's your mocktail the choice whatever you. you know want what? I
0: had, oh my god i had this drink i went to sweden yeah um for a shoot and in this hotel there was this drink called the sober negroni okay it Sorry is the more. best non-alcoholic cocktail I've ever had in my life.
1: Oh my!
0: god, I'm Googling this. It's it so good. It's so good. I can't believe I haven't tried to remake it, actually. I think I'm just going to wait till the next time I go there. It was amazing. Oh, my God. I
1: know like,
0: when you find those things and you're like,
1: oh, where have you been my whole uh, life? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know, I love it. I love it. So, uh, it's weird because um, when I when I used to drink, like when I used to drink more, more often, I wasn't into cocktails. I was just into spirits because I didn't yeah. want all the sugar. But now I just really enjoy it in an alcoholic cocktail. I love that.
1: Very, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, we are going into a break, but I will be right back. You are listening to The Social with Bashak. Don't go anywhere what's up guys you are listening to the beat london on a 3.6 fm with me Bashak, on my show the social we are very much back live and direct with yursa daily ward i'm so excited to have her here on the show it has been a long time coming having you you don't know about this but i but i do so oh, really yes <laughs> you are a busy woman booked and busy we love
0: to see it and how are you doing? Still with us? I'm still very much here. Amazing, amazing. Now, I
1: really wanted to talk about... Uh, there seems to be this kind of intuitive strand that runs throughout all of your work. And one of the reasons why you're genuinely one of my favourite writers is because you seem to conjure up so much of what is unspoken and unsaid and you say the damn thing <laughs> that maybe we think but we don't say. Um, do those sentiments come to you with ease or is it a byproduct of the amount of
0: digging that you do? You know what, it's the opposite of digging. It's okay. because I find it, uh, and that's, this is why sometimes I'm like, it's not me, it's something else because mm. I tend to write in, in the morning and it's when I've been dreaming I've been somewhere else because I, I do think we go somewhere else. Uh, and God, I, I think so much of that that moment when we go to sleep and those like, those black magical hours that are somehow just, I don't know, I think we pull so much from them. So so I write as close to that as possible. I write first thing in the morning, then all, then this stuff comes out. That is when the the stuff comes out that I find the most useful. And I think it's because it's not me, because I'm out of the way of it. And I've just let it come through, you know, because a, if I tried to write, you know, three in the afternoon, I'm a different writer.
1: Right. Uh,
0: so. So yeah, I do think, I think we all have that intuition, actually, I think it, I do think it's um, intuition. I do think it's something psychic and I do think we have that ability. I just think because of the distractions and the stress and everything that comes in the day, God, if I've had like a tax bill and you know lots of stressful emails, I'm not gonna be able to write a poem, you know? So I have to preserve that time Mm. to to get the stuff down.
1: Mm. I love the way you've described that because it's almost like you take everything uh, to be sacred,
0: which is what it is. I do. Yeah, deeply, deeply. and You know, I quite deeply protect that as well. I really, really, I really do protect my space. Maybe too much, but I do. I protect my space, my silence and, you know, my home. Uh, I think that's that's the reason I, I'm able to to work. I don't I don't know if I could work with, if, if some of the, these things that I've set for myself would disrupted. disrupted. No, I think, mm-hmm. yeah, I think that would be tricky.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's so beautiful to be fed by the spirit world in that way, in the dream world. Yeah,
0: and it's just there everywhere you turn. Like, it's there when you take a long walk, it's there when you sit in the dark or in the light. With no sound. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's there if we can grab it. Mm-hmm. My, my so new so much of the time. Yeah. Now yeah. my new
1: favourite is the light. I'm really paying attention to the light these days. And how oh much- really? In yeah. what way? I just, mm. I just moved to Queen's Park in London. And the light, it shifts and it... Ch- I don't know if it's because it's up on a hill kind of vibe or what's going on. But the light shifts and changes in this most stunning way that keeps this you know it keeps me breathless and that's a new experience
0: for me. It's so beautiful. Really I used beautiful. to live near Queen's Park. It was the first I used to live in Vale, the first place I ever lived in London and I know what you mean. Yeah, it's got special it's...
1: energies.
0: Yeah. Breathless. I love that. I love that it does that.
1: Speaking of light and dark, you play mm. with light and darkness quite a bit um in in your work and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but I almost feel like sometimes you prefer one over the other. I won't tell you which, but there's there a, there a preference in some way. Is that a conscious choice?
0: Could it be dark? Yes,
1: <laughs> I can. Um, yeah. You know
0: what? You know what I've got to say, right? So the, the conscious choice, I mean, naturally, I'm quite light. I'm quite an optimistic person, which is, hmm. But what I choose to delve into, you know, I delve into stuff that's of my own experience. And a lot of the early experience was very gritty. You know, there was was a lot going on. Um, And while the space I curate for myself now is quite different, Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid to go into the dark because Mm -hmm. I think great, great things can come of it. I think when you learn to wield these things and you, you fashion these things into into something, because it's like, if you've got it already, yeah. like why not do something with it, you know? Um, and I had a lot of darkness, a lot, a lot, a lot, and a lot of, you know, depression and all of that stuff and a lot of isolation and feeling alone. And I was like, okay. If these feelings come anyway, what can I do with them? How can I use them to connect? Mm. How can I use them to tell the truth? How can we joke about it, you know? There are so many ways that we can use things. It doesn't have to be. You don't have to sit with it and drown in it.
1: Mm. Mm. That's so, what a beautiful perspective to have. and what a necessary one for anyone listening in, especially after such a difficult year for so many people, for so many people. Um... Yeah. It's so <laughs> important to be able to hold the dark in light, or at least play with it, or at least jump over it, under it, and through it, and all those things, because otherwise we drown. And sometimes drowning is necessary, you need to purge, but don't linger there too long. Yeah. It and reminds- who
0: wants light all the time? That like, you've got to have got contrast.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so it reminds me of a uh, the, uh, conversation that Stephen Colbert had. Um, and he speaks about grief and loss, and they say this one thing that's so profound. Um, and he says, "What tragedies of the gods
0: are not gifts?" <sighs> so good. Honestly, and I, that- I can't. I can't think of a, a really bad thing that has happened that hasn't helped in some way or or enabled me to tell a story or enabled me to reach out to somebody in the same there's nothing that's been wasted Mm. nothing
1: how beautiful i love that in the spirit of therefore then getting to know you and Mm -hmm. the woman behind the pen so to speak (laughs) if your very best friends were here right now and they were sitting with us in a commune together how would they describe you in
0: three words? Non-judgmental. <laughs> um, still. Still. And and warm. I love that. It's really cool. Do you think self is always a necessary corruption? Do I think self is always a necessary corruption? No. Uh, no, let me. Can it
1: ever be th- accurate? you're looking at me right now and I look at you and you, we see what we see and is there always a some some
0: filter kind of, yeah yeah I, th- I don't think it's look like throw that out there I, I've been thinking about it a lot so I thought I'd give it to you to solve because I can't solve it <laughs> <laughs> well I don't think i yeah. will ever solve it but but I feel like even even when you are, you, I just said non-judgmental, but you're always judging in a way because you see things through your own projections and those projections are built because of your experiences, your fears, your prejudices, and we all have them. Uh, so, yeah, it's nothing. I, I don't think things would could ever be completely clear and impartial
1: mm.
0: because we're human. Mm.
1: And it's all right. To get a little, it's okay, it's it's more than not.
0: Well, it has to be all right because yeah. <laughs> that it has to be all right because that's what that's where we are. Yeah,
1: that's what we got. <laughs> love that. It's really powerful. I keep <laughs> pausing for like profound thought breaks because I'm, I'm I'm processing as well. I love that. I love that. Rare for radio, but it's great. Um, but no, beautiful. Thank you. For those that don't know, uh, you have The Utter, which I wanted to touch on briefly as well, uh, which is your weekly newsletter. And you describe it as mostly yes. an unedited stream of consciousness.
0: Mm-hmm. Someone with so much material. Sometimes too unedited. <laughs> no such thing, no
1: such thing. Oh man. Talk to me about it. With someone with so much material,
0: why, why was this offering something you wanted to give to your audience? Because I don't want books and Instagram to be the only way that connecting with with an audience. I think it's it's. I mean, if I if there's a writer that I read often, getting emails from them, I would I would think was really cool. And the beautiful thing about that is you you don't always have time for it, but then the emails are there and they stack up, and one afternoon you will have time for it, and you sit there. don't make it too long. You sit there with a cup of tea or whatever, and you read that thought for the day and it's also good for me because I learn not to be so precious I can let my stuff out with typos and grammatical errors of which there are many (laughs) and it's not because it's not really about that it it helps me drop this um perfectionism because I can't be I can't be perfectionist about it I've got to get it out I sit there in the morning and write it and send it out I don't have time because I'm you know I do it last minute I do it with yeah. the time you're getting it, I've just finished it and sent it. And it, it, it's good. It's good for the muscle of the writing. It's good for um, just not being afraid to just put it out there, or put what you're, it doesn't have to be this perfectly edited thing. I don't think that we're moving into a space of that anymore. I think sometimes some things require more immediacy.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and do I want to wait a year and a half for a book to come out? No, got oh. t- I can't oh. wait for any. I can't even. I can't wait for anything. So yeah, that. there's something. <laughs> I am. Yeah, I can be deeply impatient when it comes to like things that I'm. I'm making just just wanting it out. Even though I, I tell other people not to be, but then I'm just like I've got to do it. So there's something about that, and it's also just a bit more real. I can you know people can comment. I can we can talk back and forth, and yeah, the utter, I started it in uh, April. Of this year, and I love doing it. I really do. I really, really do. I, I love receiving it, uh, especially. Oh. Love, I, I love knowing what mood
1: you're in, which is a weird thing to say, yes it, but it feels very immediate. It feels like you just email it. Is. <laughs> it and, is. It uh, is. Someone... <laughs> yes, is so in this mood. In this mood. We're going to the week. It's a Tuesday, FML. It's
0: not a Friday yet. <gasps> <laughs> that's, what happens life. That's, that's, what happens. that's another thing, Bashak, because it's like, you know, oh, because of the way I brought um, been brought up and everything like that, I there's a natural feeling in me. I want to present and I want to always be this, oh, everything's great. And there's something about that I fo- I can't be, because if I'm depressed, yeah. I, I'm not, you know, I can't I can't do anything but but write about that experience. And, and it, it breaks me down, it, yeah. it, it breaks down my ego and it breaks down this need, you know, the need that I have to be like this, I don't know, this, this other alter ego that you build, which I think when you write, people can come to you. And when you write in the vein that I'm writing I and mean, people can come to you thinking you have all the answers when you're just like messed up as everybody else, you know? So yeah, there's something about that that I think is just more human. And it forces me, of course I don't, I, I'm, I'm deeply private, but it, it stops me from doing that because I think some of my privacy, um, some of the aspects of me wanting to be private is really just, just hiding. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for it, grateful for that space.
1: So powerful, yeah. Everything you've said I just resonate with so much. There is a need to be perfect in this world. Um, and that can often be uh, in detriment to your purpose. Sure. Like, who do you actually want to be? Do you want to be perfect or do you want to be attainable, reachable, resonant? Yeah. Like, those things matter more. They have to matter more. And that's so beautiful. You're yeah. throwing yourself into the light of fire.
0: And like, look at I me. I am, I am. I can am. do
1: it, you can as well.
0: But again, it's nothing that anybody doesn't have, you know, when I'm feeling crap. Yeah. It's, it's nothing that everybody doesn't have and you know you sort of hold, holding yourself up to this high um, yeah just expecting so much from yourself it's, it's, it's ridiculous so yeah it has it, I just want to continue doing that because I have to sort of break myself into it all the time but I think it's good for me
1: <laughs> I want to ask you um, for today's theatre the very last yes. line said what are you afraid to forget?
0: So yeah. I ask
1: you instead with a new year and positive energies mm-hmm. what are you what are you excited to remember?
0: I'm excited to remember you know after this this couple of years we've had as well when I, I got into this re- real groove I think lots of people did because I lived by myself as well and so there was so much isolation of 2020 and, and, mm-hmm. and 2021 and social being social is a skill. And actually, I noticed that when we all started to get together again, and you know tentatively at first, and it it made me very tired to be around people. It still does, and I'm looking forward to finding um, non-draining ways to to build community Dude. again. Because yeah, because it's it's it's, it's interesting it's 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 amazing how we forget what to do i mean some people are just draining but i mean sometimes it is it's you you're you're second guessing yourself and so i'm excited to remember how to be in 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 community (laughs) cooking and eating and laughing and you know having late nights again yeah
1: i love that yes it's been such a pleasure oh thank you (laughs) oh my goodness oh feels so good we are actually be, been listening to yas's playlist of music mm-hmm. Thank you for curating that for us uh we thought it'd go really really well with this with this conversation all right guys let's get back into it you are listening to the beat 103.6 fm don't go anywhere you have been listening to the social on the beat london 103.6 3.6 fm what an incredible first show back what can i say shout out to yursa for rocking with us and giving me so much life honestly that conversation was such a long time in the making and one that I knew you guys would absolutely enjoy. Um, It's given me just such a foundational understanding of her, her incredible words, her work. Go absolutely check her out and follow her on her journey. If you enjoyed this first show, please do wait to see what we have for the rest of the year. We're going in strong, we're going in hard. A few surprises here and there. Um, And if you don't want to wait, catch us on our instagram at the social show or get at me on my personal at bash london we are back baby
3: (laughs) you ready B? let's go get (laughs) them look for me young b cruising down the west side highway doing what we like to do like it's supposed to be The O3, Bonnie, and Clyde, hope and B Holla All I need in this life is sin It's me and my girlfriend Me and my girlfriend
2: Down the
3: ride to the barricade It's me and my boyfriend Me and my That's right All I need in this life is sin It's me and my girlfriend Me Look and my me. girlfriend Down
2: the ride to the barricade
3: You mad about something? It won't be that. Oh no, it won't be that. I don't be at places where we comfy at with no PH. Oh no, you won't see that. And no, I ain't perfect. Nobody walking this earth's surfaces. But girlfriend, work with the kid. I keep you working at her made birthday bag. Manolo blind Timbs aviator lens, 600 drops, Mercedes Benz. The only time you were a Burberry to swim. And I don't have to worry, only worry is him. She do anything necessary for him, and I do anything necessary for her, so don't let the necessary occur, yep. All I need in this life is sin, it's me and my girlfriend, me and my girlfriend, down the ride
2: to the barrier. 2B. If I was your girlfriend i uh, will uh, uh-huh. be there for you If somebody hurt you uh, Even if it the somebody, somebody was me
0: Yeah
2: uh, Break it down for me Sometimes I trip on how happy we could be up, And so I put this on my life Woo. Nobody or nothing will ever come between us Woo. And I promise I'll give my life if you One was more time friend.